It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And a little later on on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast, the wise one will return Brady Beaton to help us out with our playoff picks as this is our official playoff show where we will now run down all of the matchups and we'll pick 10 games out of this mess and we'll we'll pick from there and uh, yes I am the first ever get stuck on sports.com regular season picks champion yeah Thank Emily City Finishing for that. Finishing four games ahead of Brady Beaton and three ahead of our guests. Thank Emily City for that one. Thank Joe Pace for you finishing in last place. He, I, I still can't believe <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> Cannot believe it. That's I, I don't like Emily City. <laughs> I will two and four picking them. I apologize to any Spartan listeners we have, but I, I don't like you right now. I know. You're bitter. Um, something you don't have to be bitter about, though, is the uh, fact that we've got um, the playoffs starting this week. So I'm excited on Friday night. Um, I'll be with the Big Reds at mm-hmm. uh, Memorial Stadium, where if the Big Reds are playing a playoff game, they're playing it at Memorial Stadium this year, it looks right. like. Um, MH, at least at the time of recording, the MHA hasn't said what they're doing with the semifinals and finals. Which are normally neutral site for the semifinals and technically a neutral site for the finals, too. But they're normally played at Ford Field. That's not going to happen, it looks like. Yeah, and I'm assuming they're just going to take the easy route. The only thing is it's it's going to be cold by the time those games come around. Yeah. Football is an all-weather sport. It is. So um, you've got that. And you'll, of course, be in Marysville where the Vikings open the playoffs at home against uh, Harper Woods. We'll get into all of that. Um, I wanted to mention we've got a couple of teams from the area that have made it to regional finals in boys' soccer. Imlay City will play Cranbrook. They got there by beating St. Clair 3 to nothing in uh, a first-round regional game or a regional semifinal, if you prefer. Uh, and Anchor Bay in uh, Division One beat Wald Lake Central 3-2, to two, so the Tars are playing Troy Athens in a soccer regional final, and if you win regionals, it's on to the quarterfinals. So that's a pretty deep playoff run. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of soccer to be played. And, you know, anytime you can win a regional. Regional titles like that next step, like I feel like you – not to disrespect any team that's won a district title, but sometimes you can kind of luck into a district title, get a weak district. If you win a regional title, that's a legit season. That's something you look back on and you go, that team was good. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to uh, plug our uh, social media? Yeah. Um, on Twitter, you can find us at G underscore Stuck on Sports. Again, during, uh, especially on Friday nights, we'll be updating scores as we get them. We'll be retweeting scores from around the area. Facebook, you can find us there. We'll post highlights. We'll let you know when our podcast is live, when we go live for games. So if you want to stick up with uh, everything that gets stuck on sports, uh, follow us there. And then once the winter comes around, that's going to be really important because football, it's kind of everything's nice and neat on a Friday. You have a a stray Thursday or Saturday game. But during the winter, we're going to be doing games a lot during the week. So if you want to keep up with live sports, make sure you follow us. Yeah, I started uh, just uh, jotting down schedules uh, maybe about a week or so ago. Yeah, just and, from what and, was available. And Brady looked at it and gasped. He's and like, you're not lying. We really really could work six nights a week. And I'm like, uh, yeah, we could. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and, with the, and you not might. all the schedules. Whoopsh, whoopsh, you just might. <laughs> I just might slave drive you because I don't have anything else to do, so. I'm going to go out and do some games. <laughs> uh, anyways, we'll get into it, and Denny White will join us when we do the uh, the pickums. but uh, when we come back, we'll uh, start in uh, with uh, taking a look and uh, analyzing uh, and reanalyzing these uh, first-round uh, high school football playoff games that are happening this weekend uh, across the state, but in particular right here in the Blue Water area on the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports .com podcast. For those who love the grind, run with us on a John Deere Gator UV because your daily routine may change, but the land stays the same. There's still ground to cover and a herd to keep in line. Out here, the work never stops. So keep going on a Gator UV with the power to forge ahead. Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. 
Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They are open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Always so bitter, Brady Beaton. The bitterest guy I know. <laughs> I, I have no words. <laughs> of course you have no words. It's It was just envy that made you made that last statement before we came back. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Anyway, get but on They with have it. a state champion, and get, you don't. Get on with it. Anyways, uh, let's start with. It's about two random schools we don't even talk about. I know. Two. But you're, you're complaining because the score was three. Who cares what the score is? One just team get, won, and they're the get champs. on with it. One team won, and they're the champs. Uh, Harper Woods at Marysville. Let's start there. This is the game that will be on stream two on uh, Friday night with uh, Brady on the call. The Vikings 5-1 and one going up against – Oh, geez. You all right there? Yeah, going up against two and four Harper Woods. I could feel it coming on because, like, when I – Came into the studios um, today. There was a pile of dust that I had to deal with mm. before setting up. And yeah, that I knew that was coming. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're off to a rip and roll. Yeah, we start. are. Normally, we do stuff late at night. This is pretty early in the morning for the both of us. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. But anyway, yeah, Harper Woods coming up to play Marysville. Uh, Marysville's going to have their hands full. Um, I think. Uh, both of our teams have two really good two and four teams. They have to play against Port here on Eisen have De La Salle in their district. So not exactly uh, probably the two best two and four teams in the state. Harper Woods actually has three kids on their team with Division One offers. Chris, Christian Stokes is uh, he's listed as a cornerback running back. He has offers from multiple Big Ten schools: Iowa, Penn State, Michigan State, Minnesota. 
uh, along with basically every Mac school Syracuse is in there. So you got a good player there. He's a again listed as a cornerback, running back. Another DB they have listed is Davion Turner, who is committed to Army. Also had offers from a couple Mac schools there. So and then there's then their offensive lineman Davion Weatherspoon has uh, he's committed to Ohio, but he had offers from Michigan, uh, uh, Kentucky. And some other Mac and other smaller schools there. So a lot of talent coming up with Harper Woods to Walt Braun Viking Stadium. Yeah, and they played a tough schedule this year. But but I'm going to say this too: the the good teams that they played, it wasn't like they were hanging with them. It's not like De La Salle, who you mentioned, who right. was hanging with these teams and only losing to them by one score. Harper Woods. You know, was getting handled by some of these I mean, good teams. Their closest loss was Catholic Central, a twenty-one twelve game. Besides, then lost by twenty-one to Notre Dame Prep, lost by thirty or yeah, thirty-one to Davison, who everyone loses by that to Davison. Um, lost by twenty-one to uh, De La Salle, and so been uh, yeah, not exactly a competitive loss. So. It's going to be very interesting to see where the Vikings stand, especially getting them at home. Um, I'm very excited for this game. I really don't know what to expect. First home playoff game, too, for Marysville since 2016. It's a shame it has to come in a year where, you know, they're not going to have that big crowd and and some of the electricity kind of gets zapped out of that. But I still think there is an advantage to playing on your field. You're familiar with it. You don't have to take a bus ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, yeah. Especially two schools that, as far as I could find, have never played each other. So, so that's uh, just the familiarity. It's different when you go to, like, East China Stadium or you go to Memorial Stadium. You've been there a 100 times. It doesn't make a difference. But when you go to a completely new place, yeah, it throws things off a little bit. So uh, Port Huron High, speaking of two teams that uh, before this year – had hardly ever played each other. I looked this up. Port Huron High and Lakeshore played in 1983 and 1984, and they hadn't played any other games against each other until they played this year in the regular season, and now they're going to meet in the playoffs. So they're going to play twice this year, equaling the total times that they had met in the entire history of the two schools. Which surprises me (laughs) because Lakeshore has been a big school, and it's not like it's that far of a drive. They've played Northern a lot. They've played Northern 10 times. Right. But, PH, this is only the fourth game between them and the second one this year. The You were actually at the first one. You went yeah. down to Lakeshore earlier this year. The Big Reds, uh, the final was 28-15, to 15, but we should point out that in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, it was 28 nothing. Yeah, Big Reds. it was. Lakeshore got their points at the end of the game um, when the, the, the Big Reds were – emptying the bench and using everybody and giving mm. everybody some playing time. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of their running back for the life of me right now. Um, but he was a good patient runner. Besides that, Lakeshore didn't have much. Uh, Big Reds, uh, that was the game Noah Kindle went out in. So they their defense kind of handled him without Kindle, who, as far as we know, is we expect him to play on Friday night. Yeah, I'm 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 99% sure Noah Kendall will be in the lineup on Friday for the Big Reds. How much they need to use him, we'll see. Well, cuz I I think if PH gets out to a 28 to nothing lead in this game, then they're not going to overdo it. I think they're yeah, they're going to try to, you know, rev him back up, get him ready so that by district final time he's playing at 100%. So, no, this is a game where I expect Port here on high to be able to kind of coast in the fourth quarter. They're good enough that they should be able to do that. This is a technicality because mm-hmm. we know they played Northern in a second crosstown showdown in the first round of the playoffs last year, and the game was at Memorial Stadium, but Northern was the home team right. for that game. So technically, this is the Big Reds' first home game at Memorial Stadium in the playoffs in about six years. Yeah, that was back when they played East English uh, in 2014. So I guess the first playoff game where they get a home field advantage, I guess is the best way to put that, even though, yeah, they did play a playoff game at Memorial Stadium last year. Two teams pretty familiar with each other in recent years and in in playoffs. Port Huron Northern will have to travel to uh, St. Clair Shores to take on uh, Lakeview. Um, They actually, a couple of years ago at Memorial Stadium, had a a really 
uh, intense game that Northern ended up winning in overtime, fourteen to uh, to seven, and that had a crazy ending because Lakeview had so many injuries. They were on their fourth string quarterback by the end of the game, and he threw a long touchdown pass in the final minutes to tie the game up. And then he threw an interception on the, his first <laughs> down in, in overtime. So it was like he went from hero to goat in two plays. Uh, but uh, when Lakeview makes the playoffs, generally they play Port Huron Northern. Yeah, I mean, you look back, they've only played eight playoff games in their history. Three of them have, well, now three of them have come against Port Huron Northern. And if you add the one game they had against Port Huron High, half of all their playoff games have come against the Port Huron area school district team. Um, I mean, you look at Lakeview, a team that was number three in the Mac White. They lost to Mott by three, and they lost to Anchor Bay by 13. Uh, besides that, they took care of business with the rest of the White. So uh, that's going to be a tough game for the Huskies, especially after a disappointing loss to Warren Cousins. And I got some intel um, that mm-hmm. I think is accurate, uh, at least I trust the source, um, that uh, Dylan Bloink was either hurt before the Cousineau game or hurt during the Cousineau game and that uh, the the Huskies had to go with an inexperienced quarterback um, for that game, which would at least explain to me on a cold, rainy night, you've got your second quarterback in there who hasn't taken a snap all season. That's why you score six points. Yeah, that doesn't explain why you give up 24. Yeah. But- it's still – couple happened late, so who knows what kind that, of goofiness, goofiness went on there. It was but, a 10-6 game in the fourth quarter. So they were in it up to that point, and then we don't know what happened. Yeah, so hopefully the Huskies can bounce back against the Lakeview Huskies. So um, they would get the winner of Roseville de La Salle, which I know we talked about this on Tuesday, but that's a very good matchup for Port Huron to have in the first round. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to – see what the score of this game is on Friday night to a to see who wins and B to see what like by how many points mm-hmm. be- because this is really interesting I-, I now have a new respect for Roseville but De La Salle is De La Salle and again I look at them going they're two and four but yeah the, right. they've they've played a gauntlet and have hung tough against everybody and except a wit. And the MAC teams that uh, have played, it's kind of hard because, like I said, they've been very insulated. Like, they've only all played the same teams. I mean, week six you get a little bit of a preview, but that's only one game. That can be a fluke. So, And we think Roseville at least matched Port here on high on Saturday. So, oh, hey, the wise one's here. Um, but anyway, matched Port here on high on uh, last Friday night. So it's we think Roseville's at least at that level. So I know that doesn't always compare going, well, they played this team even. Now they're playing this team. Let's see how they stack up. But that's probably the one non-local game I'll be scoreboard watching very closely. Actually, this is good timing. Uh, Denny White just walked into the, uh, the studios. Put your headset on, Denny, because we actually have just come to the St. Clair Ortonville branding game on the uh, board. Um, these two teams, yeah, you, you won't be able to hear, but we'll be able to hear you. Uh, these two teams actually met last year at uh, East China Stadium and Ortonville Brandon. At the time, I, I guess we considered it an upset because the Saints had a really strong team last year. Um, and it was 28-25, I think, was the final score. And I know the wise one was there. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> this time the Saints have to go there with uh, uh, Ortonville Brandon uh, again. Apparently they got everybody back. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that St. Clair, while, while they – always work hard they never quit they've got some injuries um i don't think it looks good for the saints no and that's a uh <laughs> that you're right that's a team that they do play hard because i mean even just pure numbers wise amount of kids on the team they don't have a lot so there's a lot of kids playing both sides of the ball and they they don't give up the players don't really decide to i mean both the tower game i saw and the marysville game i saw they played hard till the end so i mean who knows? It's a. It's been a crazy year. There seems like there's a few uh, results we don't expect every single week. So I like the Ellis to Ellis thing, mm-hmm. um, and I like that um, the the Saints, uh, as the season has progressed, have been able to get some big plays. Like in the passing game, they've been they've been throwing the ball deep mm-hmm. and getting some results. So I like that well, part. When you of have it. Matt Buslip to throw to, that helps. Yeah, a lot. that that helps. Um, Osborne's at Marine City, and I don't think there's anything that's going to help Osborne in this game. 
No, that's <laughs> gonna be um, that game's gonna be over by five minutes in. Like I, I would be surprised if Osborne scored. They scored sixteen points all year, and <laughs> Marine City's put up a lot more than that. Well, yeah, uh, Brandon Folsom was on our last podcast. He said the the Osborne has scored sixteen points total for the season. Marine City is averaging nineteen points a half this season. Yeah, and I think the uh, they're going to be fresh after having to sit out last week. I'm sure they're going to be playing some of the backups by the second half. So that's uh, the uh, the games from uh, our uh, our Big Five, as we like to call them. Uh, but there are a lot of games to uh, go through. Uh, the uh, BWAC uh, teams, uh, the teams up in the uh, thumb. We've got some eight-man games as well, and we'll get to uh, all of that as we continue here on the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports.com podcast with Dennis Brady and Denny White is with us today as well. To those who love the grind, run with us on a John Deere Gator UV because your daily routine may change but the land stays the same. There's still ground to cover and a herd to keep in line. Out here, the work never stops. So keep going on a Gator UV with the power to forge ahead. Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 850-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, and uh, we gave a headset to uh, to Denny White. If you can figure um, out how to use it, <laughs> he's 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 been doing all right. He's been doing all right. I have to get my shots in now because I know when the picks come around, it's going to be brutal. <laughs> well, it has been. Well, I'll get into that. I'll t- yeah. I'll start taking those shots yeah. next segment. Exactly. What now? You see why I had to get them in now? Because it has it has been brutal for him this year in the picks. Anyways. Anyway, Yale goes to North Branch. Yeah, which... North, North Branch uh, struggled last week with Armada. I'm not quite sure what was going on there, but North Branch we know has been a juggernaut in the regular season. So now let's see what what the Broncos have got. This is obviously a good matchup for them. I think they beat Yale like fifty-six to nothing in the regular season uh, meeting, something like that. Let's double 
it it it, it was a very lopsided to score yeah, 50, the opener. Yeah, and 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 Yale has struggled to score points all season, and North Branch doesn't struggle to score points. So to me, this is kind of a mismatch. Um, yeah, uh, and what uh, what I think the both of us want. No disrespect to Imlay City, but we want North Branch to beat Yale, and we want Crosslex to beat Imlay City so that we can get a second North Branch Crosslex game and find out what's going on there between these two teams because the first game was 27-20 North Branch. Yeah, that was a real close one, and both teams, both Yale and Emily City, have to try to make up for opening week losses. Uh, back at Croslex again, the Spartans are. Um, that's going to be a tough one. I mean, Emily City, again, 4-2 and two on the year, a much improved program for which I think had three or four straight 1-8 and eight seasons before last year. So now they're beating some of the the better teams in the BWAC. They just haven't beat those elite teams. I mean, their only losses are Cross Lex and North Branch. I f- think they finished third in the BWAC this yeah, year. Yeah, and they got two big monkeys off their back in beating um, Richmond and beating Almont, right? No, they didn't beat Richmond. That was Armada that beat. That was Richmond. our okay. That was our yeah. That's but right. they did beat Almont the first time Almont since I think two thousand eight. Yeah, it had been a long, long time, really, since they'd been competitive in a game with those guys yeah so it's uh it's been a nice little couple years for emily city maybe they can keep that momentum going but it's gonna be tough to go to cross lex and they lost 52 to 12 in week one to make up those 40 points yeah that was a long week one seems like it was a long time ago to me um ovid elsie and elmont you've got a three and three team that plays in a tough league against a two and two elmont team that i really haven't been able to to figure out where Elmont is at, the COVID thing really not only messed up Elmont's season, but it messed up our perspective of Elmont. Yeah, because, I mean, you lose two weeks, it's you kind of have to, and you get nothing, so you have to start from scratch. They beat Richmond in overtime and then lose by two scores to Emily City, a score like we just mentioned we were surprised with. They uh, At least they get a home playoff game. Ovid Elsie comes uh, into Elmont. They've so the teams they beat are Lakeville, Chesanine, and Byron. But when they lose, they lose bad. Forty-three twenty-one to Montrose, thirty-eight nothing to New Lothrop, and they did have a close loss though to Mount Morris, fourteen thirteen. So it's kind of hard to figure out. I don't know much about a lot of those teams. I know New Lothrop's a small school, but they're really yeah. Good. Well, the the two teams that blew them out were the two teams that finished ahead of them in the standings, and Mount Morris that close loss. They were actually the team that was right behind them in the standings. So uh, those are the top four teams in that league. Um, And so I think what what we know about Ovid Elsie is they're the third or fourth best team in their league. Yeah, and we know Elmont's about the third or fourth best team in their league. So So this one's pretty even. Then, Then you've got Richmond and Lutheran North. Richmond is two and four, but as we talked about on the last podcast, they're two plays, two plays from being a four and two team and us having a completely different opinion about this football team, plus the fact that they really have had uh, a lot of distractions and other things going on right. with the, the program. And Lutheran North is four and two, but, you know. Kind of skeptical about the the teams that they've beaten. Yeah, they've beaten uh, University Liggett, who has two wins. They beat Cranbrook, who has zero wins. They beat Adrian, who has zero wins. And then they beat Robichaud, who has two wins. So, uh, four wins and... They're all their wins combined for four wins. So yeah. a susceptible Lutheran North team against a uh, Richmond team that I'm sure will be looking to prove something. I know they have to go to Lutheran North, but like you said, a couple of plays, and we're just talking about Richmond not being necessarily down, just having a not as good year as we're used to. Yeah, I mean, think about that. They lost on the, the field goal uh, on the last play of the game against Armada. Mm-hmm. How many times in high school football does that kick not make it? Because that's a tough – in high school, a game-ending field goal is a tough play. It's a coin flip. Um, and then to lose in overtime to Elmont. Yeah. I mean, so, again, you, you know that they had an opportunity to win both of those games. Um, and, and if you get any luck, you, you split those games. Yeah, so <laughs> – uh, but 
the, the Richmond has not had any luck, but maybe the right time for them to get some luck is the playoffs. Uh, Algonac has to go to Detroit uh, Edison. Um, first off, that's, uh, you know, that that's not a fun drive. No. Down 94. And, and then and Edison's pretty good, too. Well, it's not too far off the highway, so it's not a bad spot. But, no, an Algonac team that's been struggling, they're our lone D6 team. Um, they get a Saturday game, so something a little different for the Muskrats. Again, it's always hard to judge. Like Just like the MAC, the PSL was very insulated, only played each other, so you're trying to gauge really only one group of teams with no outside um, reference point. So, But Algonac, yeah, they have to go to Detroit Edison. Uh, Edison's 4-2, and two, and I can't tell you much more about them. Yeah. Um, Armada's at Goodrich. Uh, the two things that I can tell you about Goodrich is they were 5-1 and one this year, and uh, they're called the Martians. Yeah, <laughs> one of the better <laughs> nicknames. But Armada, a team that you know uh, played well last week, uh, gave North Branch everything they could handle. Um, but besides that, the, they had the tough loss to Cross Lex and Emily City, and they were, I think, lucky to get a forfeit win over Country Day. So the Tigers, I mean, if they win, they're gonna their reward is going to play Ortonville Brandon or yeah, and and Goodrich is five and one, and their one loss, um, if memory serves me, was to Ortonville Brandon. And memory serves you correctly, a thirteen point loss in week two. Besides that, they've beaten every team very handily, including three shutouts. Yeah, uh, this is an interesting one for both of us. Uh, Romeo at Anchor Bay in Division One. Um, the, the Tars have had a really good season, but here, here they come up second week in a row against one of those Mac Red schools whose their overall record isn't very good, but you know that Romeo generally they're big and they're usually fast and they're usually pretty good in the red. They struggled a little bit this year. Well, yeah, but they did beat Eisenhower, the team that just shut out Anchor Bay. Uh, other losses, they lost by seven to Stevenson, 10 to Gross Point South. 20 to Chip Valley, um, and uh, 6 to Dakota. Last week they got a big win over Wald Lake Northern. So Romeo coming in, this, maybe, maybe Anchor Bay knows what to expect now from a Mac Red team, but, I mean, Denny knows a lot about it. The, the difference between the Mac Red and everything else, just from pure size, there, there's a gap there between like the top five schools and everyone else. Huge difference. Absolutely huge difference. I mean, it does help when you get to pull from like 2,500 kids. So basically just imagine you had a Blue Water Area High School and that would be the same level. But yeah, Mac Red makes a big difference and uh, Anchor Bay found that out the hard way last week. Yeah, uh, here's another interesting one to me. Sandusky gets a home game against St. Charles. Uh, Although um, talking with Brendan Folsom, he thought St. Charles' record was a little suspect. Yeah, again... Uh, not many times you're six and zero, and you're the three seed in your district. You run the table, win every game handily, and you get one home playoff game. St. Charles, the six seed, is four and two. So uh, yeah, Sandusky. You would talk about earning a district title. They would have to do it. They'd probably have to knock off two undefeated teams to make the full run. But no, St. Charles again, kind of like Lutheran North, hasn't really beat anyone with a good record. Um, one of their wins was a forfeit, but they did lose to uh, Saginaw Michigan Lutheran Seminary, who's by 20, who has to go to Harbor Beach, and their other loss was 50 to nothing to Breckenridge. So uh, I, I do expect to see Sandusky at least take the home playoff game. Well, I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this district too. There's only one team with a losing record that's Vassar, uh, and everybody else, you know, is. Reese is, is two and four. Yeah, but uh, like. Another good two and four team. Yeah, Reese Reese had had some some tough games this year, and, and they pulled off some upsets. Um, the uh, other uh, D seven game that's out there is New Haven has to travel to Detroit Loyola, and that's a mismatch. Detroit Loyola's only losses to uh, Detroit Catholic Central. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> Loyola blanks Lakeshore thirty nine nothing in week one for reference. Yeah. Uh, Brown City's at Ubley. This is a rematch. Ubley won big in the regular season. The game's up in Ubley. I think Ubley has figured it out after that one and two start. Um, and uh, I think that the uh, Bearcats 
Um, expect to. I, I'll put it this way: I think up in Upley, they're expecting to win this game. And I have no reason to disagree with you. Again, that's a that's another tougher district. I mean, you get Flint Beecher's the one seed there, and then I mean, good, lucky for Upley, they win. And they get the winner of Unionville Seabowing Marlette at home. So, yeah, like you said, the Bearcats, since their last loss, have given up 26 points in three games. So they've they've started to figure out, again, they were a semifinal team last year. I think they'd really like to get back there again this year. I don't know. I might be going out on, on a limb here, Brady, because Harbor Beach and Beecher are on the other side. But I, I think the winner of I, – I think Ubley and USA are going to advance, and I think the winner of that game – comes out of this district i don't think that's too far-fetched i think those are two really good football teams and i just think they're both of them are really going to beat up on each other yeah and usa is going to host marlette and harbor beach is going to host michigan lutheran seminary and that's all in that uh, same uh, grouping with ubley and brown city yeah um marlette hasn't won a game since their week October, three they're, they're off October to a three and start yeah, yeah. They're upset by Carroll, and they've kind of haven't figured it out since. Um, Parkway Christian and Mooney will rematch. Uh, they played in week uh, five, and Parkway Christian won that game at Mooney, forty-eight to twenty-eight. This time they'll meet at uh, Parkway uh, Christian. But um, um, you know, the, Mooney has struggled for a few years, Brady. But the last couple of years, they're starting to be a little bit more competitive. Two and three this year. They're starting to score some points in games, too. Um, so, you know, uh, I like the direction that they're going in. And plus, you know, I like Kenny Semmelsberger, so I'm going to say some nice things about Mooney. Yeah, they put their, their best offensive output was against Parkway Christian back in week five. Uh, again, that's going to be a tough game for them going on the road. But, hey, again, it's the playoffs. We've seen results flip like this before. All right, uh, eight-man football, Deckerville is at Merrill. This is the uh, uh, eight-man region of death. Um, you've got Morris, you've got Merrill, you've got Deckerville, you've got Mayville, um, and even like the, the other teams, Genesee was a four-and-two football uh, team. I don't really know much about Linaway Christian. I know they're undefeated. Yeah. Uh, Kingston struggled. Flint International beat some really bad teams and got smoked by all the good teams. So I don't consider them a, still, a threat. Six there. out of eight teams. But, but just Morrill, uh, or Morris, Merrill, Deckerville, and Mayville, any of those four teams could win a state championship. And I said it on Tuesday's show, whoever wins this district is winning the state title. And, and, um, that, and that might not be a stretch. And he likes to stretch things, as you know, Danny. Like, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley and Peck will rematch. They just played each other at Ashley, and Ashley won that game 30-22. to You're going to see a much different score at Peck, Brady. I'm calling it right now. The Pirates are going to win this game, yeah. and they're going to do it by more than one score. And they have, from what we understand, they'll probably have some guys back. And then if they do that, they get their rematch with Kendi North here on most likely. Um, and then the other game in that district, uh, the 3-6 matchup, Bay City All Saints host Carsonville Port Sanilac. Um, and uh, that is all of the first-round matchups. That's a lot. We'll take 10 out of that grouping, and, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll do the picks next. And, uh, and this ought to be um, a lot of fun because Brady really stinks at the picks. <laughs> <laughs> And Denny was pretty good the last I, well, eight and two. Him and Paul were tied for our best, uh, our best guests. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you know that I won the whole thing? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> doesn't surprise me. Of course, you know, somewhere there's a podcast going. Well, he played a suspect schedule because he had beaten, and <laughs> just go to the break. <laughs> Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. 
So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Smash Mouth wins games in the thumb. Touchdown! The Eagles not even in park anymore. They're in reverse. Credit to that Marysville defense. I think that's going to be to their advantage, actually. I think Northern wins. To the 10, to the 5, you can forget about it. Into the end zone for a touchdown for the Big Reds. Forget about it. Darius Watson says, give me six points. I think you both have valid points. I just think you're wrong. And that's not a prediction that's a spoiler yes the playoffs are here and the picks are still here since uh, Paul Costanzo was busy uh, this week we have Denny White back in studio oh is that, was, is that how that worked out yes okay yeah so so wait second choice yes oh of course man <laughs> but no, Denny did go eight and two in his one appearance, uh, tying Paul for the best record of any of our guests. So it's uh, so I guess he earned the right to be back in studio. As All much right. yeah, as much I, as I don't like, I got you can I, go in any order that yeah, you I, want. I, I got I got it taken care of. We'll start with some B whack action. Um, Ovid Elsie will go on to take Almont at Almont. Uh, a team that's, you know, been dealing with coronavirus. They lost two weeks in the middle of their season. So this is going to be a very telling game for the Raiders. Denny White, does Almont pick up a playoff win in week one? No. No? No, and I say that as a guess only because there's not a lot of information about either one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that like you had mentioned, the, the COVID did something to Almont, and it's really hard to get a handle on 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 what they have. I'll take over to Elsie. All right. Dennis Stuckey. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going the same way, and I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to take <laughs> over to Elsie in, in this game. Um, just I, I think that they've played a, a, a tough schedule and lost to a couple of good teams, and I just, I just don't know what to make of Almont at this point. Well, I am very surprised by both of you. <laughs> Give me the home team. Give me Almont, a team that you know is going to be well coached, a team that's going to be up and ready for this game. 
Again, they still have a home playoff game, and yeah, they don't have a full crowd, but that's still going to mean something. Give me the Raiders in round one to at least at least get a playoff win. So we'll stick to the BWAC again as Richmond has to travel, though. They go to Lutheran North. Again, we said earlier in the podcast, the Blue Devils a couple of plays away from being 4-2. and two. Lutheran North is 4-2. and two. Dennis Stuckey, who wins this football game? Again, this this is a tough call for me because I just don't know where Lutheran North really is. Um, and uh, Folsom's almost got me talked into to Richmond here, but I'm going to flip on this one. This is going to be a tough week for me. I'm going to flip on this one. I'm going to go with the home team, and I'm going to go with Lutheran North. Wow. So two picks, two disagreements. Um, I think the Blue Devils are playing better football. They've been getting better each week. I think Lutheran North is a bit suspect. Give me the Blue Devils on the road to pull off the upset in the D5 district. Denny White, break the tie. Based upon Brady's record, it concerns me that I would agree with him. But, <laughs> but this, I think I have to agree with him. I think Richmond is ready to explode. All right, so staying again in the BWAC, uh, the last BWAC team to not play a fellow conference opponent. Armada has to travel to the Martians to take on Goodrich. Armada, after the strong start, uh, kind of limped to the finish line at 3-3. Three and three. Denny White, can they get a playoff win? No. Uh, how tough do you have to be as a football team to be nicknamed the Martians? That, that's it right there. That explains everything. Works for me, Dennis Stuckey. You know, despite the fact that they're short and they're green, Goodrich is pretty good, uh, and I'm going to take them to win this football game. Yeah, their only loss to Ortonville, Brandon, besides then three shutouts, and one of them that wasn't was a uh, seven-point game against Flint Kersley. I think Goodrich rolls, um, rolls, and they take on Ortonville, Brandon, and neither of these teams can spoil my hope of a Cross-Lex uh, <laughs> North Branch rematch. Give me Goodrich. All right, now to some BWAC rematches. Yale will travel to North Branch, the Bulldogs, 0-6 on the year. North Branch, 6-0. It's going to be a tough one for the Bulldogs. I'll start us off. I think this is an easier one. Give me North Branch to roll. No disrespect to Yale, but they haven't put up points, and North Branch does. Denny White, over to you. Boy, you went out on a limb on that one. I have to agree with you again. That's two in a row, and I'm becoming concerned about my picks. Well, I'll make it three for three because <laughs> I'm going North Branch, too. Does that make you feel a little better that he agrees with you? So. Uh, it does, yeah. It makes a difference. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, in another week one matchup uh, rematch, uh, MLA City travels up to Croswell, Lexington, to take on the Pioneer Spartans looking for revenge from that week one thumping 52-12. to 12. Dennis Stuckey. Do the Pioneers hold off the Spartans for a second time? Yeah, and and you know what? Uh, I want to say that Imlay City is going to make this more competitive this time around, but then thinking about what Croslex did the last two weeks, uh, they scored like 118 points in, the, in those two. Uh, uh, Croslex wins this game. The question really is by how much. All right, over to Denny White. I agree with him. I uh, take Croslex going away. I think Croslex is a team on a mission. I think they want a rematch with North Branch, and the only thing standing in their way is Emily City. Um, it's been a nice story for the Spartans, but I don't think they're ready to hang with the big boys yet. The Pioneers win this game. All right, now on to our local MAC teams. We will start with the team that uh, you know has Denny White as a coach in their program. The St. Clair Saints travel out west to take on the Blackhawks of Ortonville Brandon, who is a blue-color team for some reason. Denny White, start us off. Who well, wins this game? I think St. Clair is low in numbers, but high in heart and competitiveness. But Ortonville Brandon is too much for the Saints. All right. So Denny just committed treason over to Dennis Stuckey. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm taking Ortonville Brandon in this game. Uh, their only loss is uh, – or they only have one loss, and they score points, and they've beaten some good teams – um, and St. Clair, you know, it's part of the building process. This is a good game for them to get some experience in the postseason on the road, but uh, the Saints don't have what it takes to beat Ortonville Brandon. No, and Ortonville Brandon's one loss, a 12-point loss to a 6-0 and Fenton team. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good building block for the Saints program. They have a lot of young kids coming back. It'll be good experience, but uh, at the end of the day, Ortonville Brandon's going to win this game by multiple scores. 
Let's stick in the East China School District as Detroit Osborne comes up to take on the Marine City Mariners. This one might get ugly. Dennis Stuckey, how ugly does it get? It gets pretty ugly, and Marine City wins this one pretty big. Osborne has scored 16 points this season. The Mariners might have 16 points after their first two possessions. Yeah, um, I'm not going to disagree with you. I think Marine City has this at running time by the second quarter. Give me Marine City. Not even close. They'll be able to rest everyone by halftime. Denny White, I know you're old, you're but you're not, the upset, right? you're not that old, are you? <laughs> it's, it's Halloween season, therefore black and orange is going to roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you thought about that one last night, too. <laughs> That's why I was up all night. <laughs> Yeah, bingo gets pretty crazy, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> um, <laughs> Port Huron Northern, after a uh, what it might have been a bloinkless Port Huron Northern team lost to Warren Cousineau. They go down to take on Lakeview. Uh, fourth time, excuse me, third time these teams have matched up in the playoffs. Uh, Huskies versus Huskies. Denny White, who wins this game? Well, I, I would have taken Northern early on, but after their loss to Cousineau, that it concerns me a great deal. Um, I'll take Lakeview. Dennis Stuckey. I, I think um, this is going to be a low-scoring game. I, I think the defenses are going to determine who wins this. I think right now Lakeview's the slight favorite. I'm going to go with the home team, Lakeview. Yeah, like Nor or like St. Clair, I think this is going to be a good experience for a lot of the young kids on Northern. I think it is going to be a battle at least early on, but Lakeview has played tougher opponents. They've had success against good teams. I just don't think Northern has the guns to, to score enough against Lakeview. Give me the home team with Lakeview. Now on to some of the games we are doing this weekend. We will start with you, Dennis Stuckey. You will be in the booth at Memorial Stadium, 7 p.m. Friday night, as the Lakeshore Shorians come up to take on the Port Here on High Big Reds in a rematch from Week Three. Port Here on High won that game, 28-15. Does the result change this time? Uh, yes, the Big Reds win by more points. <laughs> My number one team will not have a problem this week with Lakeshore. Denny White. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. I think Port Huron High will score a lot of points. Yeah, uh, Port Huron High, we assume, is going to have Noah Kendall back. Uh, I, I will be surprised if Lakeshore gets to double digits this time. I think uh, Port Huron High rolls, and I think they just keep that train moving, improving to 7-0. and So give me the big reds. And for our final game of the week. You notice how he does this, Denny? It's always his game that's like the la that he yeah. – this is the marquee game. Would you like to argue it? <laughs> Would you like to argue that? Because I was going to say the the most interesting game of the week, the two and four Harper Woods Pioneers. Yeah, you two can they're, just they're do it. They're two and four. Yeah, they've lost to four really good teams. The teams they've lost to: Catholic Central, Notre Dame, by hundred, by two hundred, <laughs> De La Salle, by three hundred, and Davison by six hundred. Can, I'm supposed to sell this game. <laughs> you want people to listen. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm trying to sell this game so we can grow and we can make a lot of money. But no, you're just you would rather trash me than put some money in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the pioneers of Harper Woods travel up to Walt Braun Viking Stadium. First time these two teams have met in their school's history. Harper Woods, though, as we mentioned earlier on the podcast, three Division One commits on their team. The Vikings, a very senior-laden team, 5-1. and one. They are 56 seconds away from have, being perfect on the year. Let's start with the Marysville alumni, Denny White. Well, there's a lot to weigh in this. I, I agree that the losses by Harper Woods have been to some really good teams. Marysville have some weapons. Um, two running backs, a pass receiver, quarterback's pretty good. I like their defense. Um, the only thing holding me back from p from picking them is you went there. Um, <laughs> I um, boy, I don't know. And he's doing the game, so it's not going to be impartial. But all the Mullins people are going to be at Port Huron, so nobody's going to be listening to him. <laughs> I'll go out on a limb and take Marysville. <laughs> wow, you saved all the big ones. I did. Yeah, I did. See, I was reasonably quiet earlier. Yes, on. and because you just knew you were going to drop the nuke at the end. Over to Dennis Stuckey. Yeah, uh, th this is interesting. Har uh, you mentioned Harper Woods got the, the, the three big players. Their losses are two really good teams. 
but the here's what I like. Uh, well, obviously, I like the way Meyer has played all season for Marysville. I love the running back punch with Singleton and Lee. I love the way DeMarco's been playing on defense this year. He might be just as good on defense as he's been on offense this year for the uh, the Vikings. I like, because they have those two guys, I like the Vikings special teams. Uh, I love Woodard and Smayfield. I love Lasher. I love Macy O'Miller. I also love the fact that towards the end here, the second half of the season, Marysville has had to have some gut checks. Fitzgerald going to overtime and getting a big win on the road. The Marine City game, again, they could have won that football game. They probably feel like they should have won that football uh, game. Uh, and even the game with St. Clair, the, the, the Saints gave them a, a, a little bit of a, a battle there and didn't go away. Um, so I think Marysville comes into this game tested and ready for for this game at home. Uh, and you, you know the kids are looking at it and going, King is next. The seniors on that are going, we're going out a Walt Braun Viking Stadium with a win. Marysville wins his football game. I mean, for all the reasons you just mentioned, I think this is one of the tougher games to pick. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't need to repeat it. Harper Woods has a tough schedule, but they have some good players. Marysville is a senior-laden team. But here's the thing for me. This was the difference. Yeah, Harper Woods has some really good individual players. Why haven't they been really competitive in any of their tough games? I mean, De La Salle, again, they've played good teams. You scored eight points against them. Davidson's a really good team. You scored eight points against them. Notre Dame Prep, a solid team. We would have loved to see him play Marine City. You scored 14 points against them. I think Harper Woods beats up on bad teams. Marysville is not a bad team. As long as they can avoid a big um, shock to the system early, like if Harper Woods scores a quick touchdown, they might be in trouble. But I think if Marysville plays their game, it's a long drive for Harper Woods. They don't know what to expect. Again, first time these two programs have meet. I'll be on the call again 7 o'clock, and the Vikings come away with a win. Like you said, the seniors leave Walt Braun Viking Stadium, get that taste out of their mouth from the Marine City game. Vikings roll. Give me Marysville. It's interesting. I think last week I picked nine road teams to win mm-hmm. in ten games, and this week I picked nine home teams to win. Yeah, same with me. We just flipped the uh, Richmond and Almont games, really. So, and then – the wise one, Denny White, was in here. There are some other tough games to pick that we didn't have on here. Oh, yeah. There, there are, uh, like, the the Romeo-Anchor Bay game would have been kind of a tough one. St. Charles Sandusky would have been, I, I'm not quite sure which way I would have gone uh, there. Um, Deckerville-Merrill. Peck mm-hmm. Ashley. Peck Ashley. I'm pretty positive Peck's going to win that football game. Hey, you were pretty positive about some games last week. That yeah, well, uh, and I and and I was seven and three, and you were six and four, and I won the league championship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the playoffs. <laughs> Brand new season. Brand new season. Keep telling yourself that. I have to. <laughs> That's so, why you know so, I I gave you a chance too this week with those those first two games. Uh, I went a little off the reservation with with, with my picks. You picked um, the favorite in the Richmond game. What do you mean you went off the reservation? Uh, I'm not so sure Luther North is the favorite in the Richmond game. But you picked them, so I, I they have the, them. they're the home team with the better record. I, 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 and, and that was pretty much my only argument because uh, I'm with everybody else. You know, the, Richmond's two plays away from being a lot better cosmetically with, with the record and that, uh, and they've gone through a lot. I, I know that Richmond team is tough. Uh, and they're going to go to Luther North and play a good football game, and I think it's going to be close, and you might pick up the, the the score Friday night, and it's like 14-13 or 21-20 or something like that. Anyway, uh, I'd like to thank Denny White for coming in, and, uh, yeah, I'm just ignoring Um I'd also like to thank him for he's going a, he's a sore loser. deep into his storage to pull out his state championship <laughs> ring that he was so eager to Don, he's been itching his face a lot, pointing things out. So. Well, you seem to be concerned last time that I didn't wear it, so I wore it just for you. I, I, I appreciate <laughs> that. It's uh, it's a shame we don't have any natural lighting here, but otherwise it would I glimmer understand. a lot more. Yeah. Well, that would be really cool. <laughs> do rainbows come out of but it? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to when Denny drives away and he honks his horn and it plays when the Saints go marching. <laughs> there, yes. <laughs> You know that. That's <laughs> he only had one thing, uh, one piece of Saints memorabilia on today. So, 
Yeah, well. Well, I guess the ring counts as two. <laughs> so you have your ring on? Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Why did we invite him back? This is why we. Uh, this is why I texted <laughs> this Paul is first. Exactly why we invited <laughs> this him back. Is, this is why I texted Paul Costanzo first. He's a lot nicer to me. Brandon Folsom was a lot nicer to me. Brandon, what? Brandon was kind of on your side. Uh, yeah, last podcast, and that concerns me a little bit. He'll oh, learn. sorry. You just had every other guest on your side. <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll end it there, and we'll remind everybody that uh, on Friday night, Brady's in uh, Marysville. Which Marysville, apparently no one should care Harper about, Royce. according to you. No, actually, <laughs> you, you should care about that. Um, and uh, I'll be at uh, Memorial Stadium. PH uh, will be uh, in action there against Lakeshore. We'll have all of the scores uh, and, uh, and tell you where everybody's going next um, on uh, Saturday morning. So uh, we'll have uh, it all ready for you. Saturday will be our next podcast after the games on Friday night. GetStuckOnSports.com is where you need to be. Um, and, and if you ever get tired of that uh, hoodie, uh, Denny, we have a store. You do. And you can get a Get Stuck On Sports hoodie, and they're really sharp. I see Brady doesn't have one on. Brady doesn't do anything except wear Wayne State uh, stuff. This is literally the first thing I've worn well, Wayne State in like two weeks. He's stunned that know. he got in, so he just kind of, you know, <laughs> I'm shows stunned off. that he got in. I thought you were ending the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we, we were doing that, weren't we? Thanks, Denny. <laughs> that's my pleasure. Thanks, Brady. I can't say what I want to say. <laughs> From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.